Hello, everyone. I am Carla Jakubovic, hostess of the Swiss Learning Podcast, and thanks for listening. Swiss Learning represents 16 prestigious schools in Switzerland, and they're experts at finding the right fit for each student. This season, we will showcase our heads of schools to share their stories and insights with you. Today, we're welcoming Pauline Nord, School Director at Collège de Limon. Pauline, thank you for being with us this morning. Thank you, Carla. I'm very happy to be with you this morning. Pauline, tell us a little bit about where you were born and raised. Tell us about where you grew up. Okay, so I was born in Edinburgh, Scotland, and I I grew up in, in the city. I'm very much a city girl, and I loved all of all that that represents. Edinburgh is the capital of Scotland, so it's a beautiful city that is steeped in history. And as a teenager, I was also very active in the Girl Guide. So I spent many weekends in the countryside learning survival skills around the campfire. So I I had a great um, upbringing with many different experiences. And then I continued to remain in Edinburgh for my studies. I went to Murray House College of Education, which is part of Edinburgh University. And from there, um, I, I thought that I would spend my, my career in Scotland, but in fact fell in love with Switzerland after traveling around Europe. And that's where I decided to stay and make my career and where I've been ever since. Pauline, who was your childhood hero and why? So I think reflecting on this question, um, as a typical teenager, I, of course, had the pop star heroes that I think uh, a lot of of lot of teenagers have. But also for me, I was a, uh, a great ice skater. Well, I say I was a great ice skater. I was very passionate about ice skating, put it that way. So there was one of the the British ice skaters, somebody called John Curry, who was very much my my hero at that point. I aspired to be an ice skater. I put a lot of hard work into that. So I think perhaps in terms of a childhood hero, maybe that was the person that represented the the values that I was striving towards at the time. How did you go from ice skating to education? How did you end up in that business? Ice skating was very much my passion, but um, I think as as time moved on, I realized that it was going to remain a hobby and really education was something that I saw as my 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 vocation, my lifetime goal. How would you describe your leadership style? I think my leadership style is quite uh, a distributed leadership style. We are very fortunate within CDL in that I have principles of each section plus head of boarding. So I would like to think that my leadership style is very collaborative, is transformative. I believe in the importance of having a strong team of experts around me. I know that my primary mission as a leader of the school is to deliver an excellent educational experience to our students. And so leadership of the school is is so important and and it's it's a team effort, but it doesn't stop just at the leadership. I like to think of CDL as being 
a village where every staff member in our school, no matter what they do, contributes towards the success of our of our students. So it's it's important to create that sense of belonging where each person feels valued. Absolutely. Pauline, what's something most of us don't know about CDL? I think CDL is um, is such a rich environment. There's the standard things about the different diplomas that we offer. Um, but I think perhaps what is quite unique that maybe you don't know is that um, we go from age two up to 18. And once a year, for example, because community is so important to us, we have our CDL day, which is centered around the Grand Prix, where all of our students from the two-year-olds up to the 18-year-olds and our staff participate in race in a race around the campus. And there's dressing up and it's just such a fun day that really celebrates what CDL means. Included in that day, you may not know that we have a school mascot. School mascot is called Captain P. He's always very present when it's a community event like the CDLD. He's also always very present when there are championships and tournaments. And perhaps particularly looking at our boarding, something you may not know is that our director of boarding, boarding Mr. Usher, is qualified to to take students out on the lake on the motorboat that we have, which is always a great experience. So those were just a few things I thought maybe you don't know. You're absolutely right. I didn't know any of them. (laughs) Pauline, what three words would you use to describe your school? Describing CDL, I think first and foremost is a family. Then diversity, because in CDL we have over 100 nationalities. It varies between 100, 120 nationalities. So it's such a rich culture and it's such a diverse culture. And then inclusion would be my third word. I think that we create a community that really values the sense of belonging. And so for me, those three words, family, diversity and inclusion, sum up CDL, sum up what we're all about. Yeah, and I have personal friends who've attended CDL, and that's exactly what we hear from them, that it's really that family feeling. Yes, it's very, very important to us. And the fact that many of our teachers, myself included, have been in the CDL community for a long time really reinforces that family feeling. Absolutely. And speaking of your students, could you tell us about a memorable one, someone that sticks out? Because I've been in CDL for a long time, I have to say I've had the opportunity to work with many memorable students. So it's Mm -hmm. difficult really to choose one. There are different groups of students. We have, for example, those that um, apply for our academic scholarship. And I'm always so impressed by their level not only of academic excellence, but how involved they are in the community, how passionate they are about their music or their sport or their charity work. They're really students that we can all aspire to. But then there's also the students who 
at times things are not always easy and who do struggle and who perhaps don't always make the right choices. And those are the students that we can impact in a very different way because we can support them and we can guide them. And so I've had many students that when it comes to graduation, which for me as the school director is one of the proudest moments of the year, mm -hmm. but at that graduation ceremony where I'm on stage and I'm handing out the diplomas, and I think of the journeys that some of those students have had to get there and the resilience and the hard work and the determination it's taken for them to get to that point. I'm very proud of not only what they've achieved, but I'm very proud of us as a school that we have guided and helped those students to get to that point. So I think they're perhaps the students that I'm the most proud of and the most memorable to me are the ones that have had a slightly difficult journey, but that through working together, we've got to that fantastic stage of them graduating and being ready to move on to the next adventure in their life. And I can tell in just the way you're saying that you find it to be an incredibly fulfilling journey. Absolutely, yes. CDL is celebrating its 60th anniversary this year. How do you innovate without compromising tradition? Well, I think that innovation and tradition don't have to be mutually exclusive. It's true that we are celebrating 60 years or over 60 years. We celebrated 60 years during the pandemic. And we have always been a very forward looking school. So tradition, of course, is extremely important to us. And the the values that were that that were brought to the school by Monsieur the founders Mr and Madame Cleva in the very beginning are still true to us now even though we have revised our mission over the years it still represents the same mission that was established by the founders in the beginning. But I think like education itself, we have to continue to be a forward looking school. And we have always been very reflective as a school community. And I can say that because I've been there a long time. So I know the journey that CDL takes and we never we never stand still. We always look to see how we can improve, how we can better serve our students. We're constantly constantly reflecting on how we can provide the very best education possible to our students. So by still recognising the tradition and the past, because I think it's built on the foundations of tradition, but continuing to look forward and to do the best that we can for our students. The school actually has a difficult task, which is to prepare students for a world that will be much different from what we know today. What does that process look like? So over the years, we have seen that education has shifted away from this pure knowledge learning and, and focus. And, and now there is a focus much more on skills and understanding. It's a very different education that we're offering students now from the education, for example, that I had that was teacher led. Now we are really wanting our students to be resilient, to be flexible, to be risk takers, to be independent learners. 
And so the, 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 the process of educating them now is, is very different. The teacher is there to facilitate these conversations, to help these skills develop. But the, the students have a lot more input in the style of learning that is, is taking place within the classrooms. And if I think even down to our primary students where we're focusing on metacognition, which is getting to know about yourself as a learner, we are introducing learner ambitions. We're talking about what it means to be critical, to be, a com to be compassionate, to be collaborative. We're teaching our students to, to be creative, to be committed, to become curious. These are all skills that they will need as they're moving forward into the future workplace. Absolutely. And Pauline, you're a teacher yourself. How did you use that experience when setting new processes in place? I think it was very important, certainly for me in my career, to have had a great opportunity to work in very different areas of the school. So I have been in College de Lima for a long time and I have the advantage that I have worked in the secondary school, in the middle school, in the primary school, the preschool, I've worked with boarding. So that has allowed me to really have a great insight into the educational journey that we provide our students. I know what it's like to be a teacher. I know about the demands that we put on teachers. I know the importance of having good teachers in the classroom. I know what it means to be a house parent and how important creating that bond with your students is and how important the, the pastoral care is. So I think it has given me insight into lots of different areas. It's helped me build skills that then allowed me to um, well, hopefully be better in my role as a, as a head of school. I'm sure it does because I think all of us appreciate a leader who's been in our shoes before. So when, when you're speaking, you're speaking from experience and I'm sure that makes a world of difference. Yes. Pauline, what's the best problem to be solving in 2023? Oh, um, I think, well, the, there are many problems. <laughs> there are many problems to be solved. Um, I think you have, of course, the climate change, sustainability, then there's the equality, diversity, the income inequality, access to education and health care, the emerging technologies and the ethical implications. Our job, I think, as educators is to prepare our students to tackle these problems, to give them the skills that they will need to be global citizens and to work collaboratively to address these problems because some of these problems have been around for a long time. And I think I look back to my generation and we had those issues within the, the, in the world that, that have not, we've not managed to tackle properly. So I think our, our role is to really raise awareness, to, to give our students these skills, to help them to understand how important their role is as future global citizens of the world and future leaders of the world. And so whatever we can do to help them be the best 
version of themselves, I think is is the most important task that we have. I couldn't agree with you more. I definitely believe that awareness is half the battle. What's the future of education? Do you envision traditional classrooms to exist in the future? Um, I think we noticed in the pandemic where we went, we were forced to go to virtual, that there is still a need to have that contact. I believe anyway, there is still a need to have that contact. I think that virtually where we had the teacher in one place and the students in another and everybody was on screens. Yes, the content of the lesson was being delivered, but that interaction with the teacher is not the same. So I think there is still a role for for traditional classrooms, but traditional classrooms doesn't mean tradition traditional learning. I think learning is is moving so quickly, it's much more problem solving based, it's becoming much more creative, the teachers are facilitating conversations. So that contact with the teacher is still very, very important, but it will not, it, it, the, the way in which it happens, I think is constantly evolving. I agree, and I think we've come a long way, but it's still tricky to find a substitute for human contact. Absolutely, absolutely. Pauline, what does success mean in your role? Success for me primarily is happy, successful students. That's why I do what I do. I want them to get the best education they can, but to enjoy their experience in College de Limon. I think we have so much to offer, so many unique experiences that I would like to think that every student who spends some time with us, whether they are with us for one year or for their whole education, that at the end of that, they feel that they have really benefited from something very special. And then I want to have happy parents because the parents are giving us their their most prized possession in in allowing us to educate their children. But I also want happy and engaged staff because we are a community and we want to work together as a community. And it's important that we all love what we're doing and that we all get inspired by what we're doing and we're fulfilled by what we're doing. So really, I want happy people round about me. That's That's what success means to me in my role. I love it. Do you have any final messages or advice for parents or students who are considering pursuing an education in Switzerland? I think Switzerland is such an amazing place to to attend school, to be able to be educated in Switzerland, I think really sets you up for life. And I can speak not only as a head of school, but also as a parent. I have two girls who both did all of their education in College de Lémont. And I can see firsthand what an international education meant to them. I can see how it has opened up their view of the world, how it really has formed and prepared them to be global citizens. One of my daughters went all the way through the Francophone programme and did the Swiss Maturité. The other daughter went to the IB. And 
It was just an amazing experience for them. Putting on top of that the opportunity to come to a boarding school. My children were day were girls in the day school, but um, I think a coming to sorry coming to a boarding school, I think just um, allows students to really um, form these unique bonds and unique friendships. So not only are they making the most of an international education, but they are living and breathing it 24 hours a day in a vibrant, diverse boarding community in a safe country of Switzerland that is such a beautiful country to be in. We are right next to the lake. We are able to take advantage of all that the lakeside offers. We also have the mountains not very far away. I don't think you could offer anything better to your children than an education in Switzerland. Fully agreed. Paulina, thoroughly enjoyed my conversation with you. Thank you for supporting the podcast today. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. If anyone wishes to continue this conversation, can they find you on LinkedIn? Absolutely. I'd be more than happy to continue this discussion. As you can see, I'm passionate about education and I'm passionate about College de Lemo. Thank you once again, Pauline. And if anyone else has any questions about anything else they heard of the podcast today, feel free to contact me at carla at swisslearning.com. Thanks for listening and until next time. Bye.